Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Gateway to the Feminine. I am your host, Morgan Argles, and I walk beside women ready to reunite with their body. These powerful episodes will be sharing all the magic to live a radiant, sensual, and fulfilled life for every woman and every man who walk with her. This is going to be your go-to for juicy, raw, open, and life-changing conversations. Well, hello everyone. This has honestly been such a long time coming. I would be lying if I didn't say that I had been thinking about or wanting to do a podcast for at least a year. And yes, as you can tell, I have been in huge avoidance for doing so, but biting the bullet and jumping straight in. And I'm actually really, really excited too, because I really wanted to make sure that everyone that had been part of my community gets the opportunity to get some more in-depth conversations happening and then be able to reach a broader audience as well because this is absolutely amazing. My goal is to be able to help as many women as possible and change as many lives as possible. So to be able to do that from this platform is going to be absolutely incredible. But I really wanted to start today's episode with the traditional sharing a little bit about my journey. And this is going to be you know, a foundation for all the beautiful episodes that are to come. And I really want to highlight that for my journey, there is no singular one event that completely changed the pivot of my life and my path was completely changed when I experienced this one event and then that led me on to this journey. It has truly been so many mini pivotal moments that have taken me to where I am today and I am so grateful for that. As much as we can sit there and be like, oh, I wish this didn't happen and this didn't happen, it needed to happen to get you to where you are today. And you wouldn't be the person that you are. And this is something that I really reflect on in my own journey. So let's start from the beginning. And there's a couple of threads here that I want to pull. The first was when I was younger, I had the biggest fear of judgment, of failing, and ultimately of being alone. And this was such a big determinant of all the coping strategies that I now recognize I had at this time that I've gone through this giant unlearning of since. So I learned really quickly when I was younger that when I was with different groups of people, if I acted and behaved differently, it increased my chances of being loved, accepted and included. And this was huge. So I noticed that with my family, with my friends, with my school teachers, with people I hadn't even met before, I would be different with each and every one of them because I would mold and morph into the version of me that best suited the people that I was with. And this really was that sense of safety and that sense of comfort of like, Yes, like guaranteeing that I'll be part of the group and I'll feel safe and things will be amazing. And this is a really big part because I feel like I lost a bit of my sense of self or I didn't fully come forward in the truest expression of who I was because I felt like I needed to be very selective on the parts of me that I brought forward. 
And what that did was that kind of made me feel like some parts of myself like weren't desirable. Some parts like weren't to be brought forward. And it really created a little bit of a split in the parts that I was like, yep, happy to share. And the parts that I'm like, ooh, I don't really like this bit about myself. So maybe I shouldn't share it. And that can get quite dense and quite dark. But being in facade in general is absolutely exhausting. I don't know if you're relating to this experience of like having to be really alert, really switched on with like, okay, who am I with and how do I need to be in this very moment and what's okay to be said and what's okay for me to do versus what's not. Like this is absolutely exhausting. Like no wonder when you get home, you're like, I am so tired because it's not just like you've been doing your day, you've been energetically and cognitively on the whole time trying to make sure that you fit in and make sure that you get accepted. And this was such a big part of what I experienced when I was growing up. And it is where I've been having to do a bit of an undoing of really rediscovering who I truly am, like at my core. When we're born, we're pure. When we're born, we are absolute like love, joy, abundance. Like that is all we are. But as we grow up, we learn different things. We get given blueprints, which is, you know, this pathway of how we should be. And we kind of lose this inner child as we grow up. We focus on being or living by our blueprint so that we are successful and we lose so much of this like soul inner child and this is definitely something that I really really noticed because I fell into a lot of people pleasing a lot of trying to make sure that everyone around me felt comfortable felt happy and this was at a like in a lot of circumstances at detriment to my own goals and my own happiness because I was trying to make sure that everyone else was happy, everyone else was comfortable, nothing I said would put someone in discomfort. So that kind of involves like never fully saying what I was thinking or how I was feeling. And in that, a lot of things got quite suppressed. And from that, I became quite a logical person. I like suppressed a lot of how I was feeling and stayed a lot in that logic because that logic is like, okay, that's how I do and stay by this blueprint. And that's how I do this. And I'm going to do this to get here. And that is where, you know, you're really using your past to predict what is going to happen in the future. And it really did lead to a lot of like logic left, like if then living. And what I mean by if then living is if this happens, then I can feel this way. So it's like, if I feel really included and loved, then I can be happy. If someone compliments how I look, then I can feel confident. If I do really well in school, then I'm someone that is smart. And this if-then living is not the best place to be. And I really noticed that being someone that valued like social connection so much, I wanted to do lots of it and I really valued experience. So I wanted to do all these new experiences, but I found in school, I gave all these reasons of like, oh, when I finish school, then I'll have more time and more freedom and then I'll be able to do more of the things that I love. But for now, I just need to like head down, bum up, like get work done and go from there. And then when I get to uni. 
And then, yes, you guessed it, I got to uni and nothing changed. I was still, yeah, fully immersed in all the study, all the things that I had to do. And I was like, okay, I'll do more experience when uni finishes. And I don't need to continue that story because you know exactly where that is heading. And yes, no time freed up, no more freedom came. And that is the if then living. And what I really recognize is the importance of cultivating the feeling, creating the space, prioritizing something now. And then the thing that you're after comes as a byproduct. It is not a matter of getting more time. It is about being someone who creates time and who prioritizes, then the time opens up. It is about being confident and showing your body love and nourishing your body, then you get to the body of your dreams. It's not about getting the body of your dreams to then be confident. And what a a lot of this trying to fit in and all of these things did is I recognized that I was picking up and I was learning a lot from other people. So I got to a place where I was really unhappy with the mindset that I had with my body. And I became really self-conscious. And there was a point when I was younger that I was not self-conscious, but I learned that. I saw people, you know, really consciously covering up when they went to the beach, like not wearing bikinis. And then I started to pick up on these and I started to do the same. So this is again where this unlearning is so important. It's not about doing extra things. It's about an unlearning. So in this effort or in this attempt, I really started to try to get healthier goals and to move my body more and to eat really well. But what I had been doing was setting ridiculous, unrelenting standards of what that needs to look like in order to be doing well. And oh my gosh, that's been a journey. I would essentially set this bar on like, okay, this is the dream day to live like quote unquote, like healthy girl, like life. And this is my bar. Like I have to wake up early and then I have to like, you know, meditate or go for a walk or like go straight to gym and you can pretty much fill in the rest of what needs to go there. And then when that didn't happen, like when I slept in, did I berate myself? Absolutely. Yes. Was my mood shit for that entire day? Absolutely. Yes. Like I let not being able to stick to that absolutely rock me. The more I did it, the more I was telling myself, I can't commit to myself or to my goals. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it didn't help that with these unrelenting standards, it wasn't just in the space of health. It was in my relationships. It was in my career and study as well. So I would set this really, really high standard of how I needed to perform. If I didn't get there, then there was the berating. If I did get there, then the bar was lifted. It's like, oh, amazing. Celebrate for like a microsecond and then cool let's go bar even higher. Like what else can we do? Because it's like the external validation wears off. When you've set this standard and you're always performing at this level, people expect that of you. You don't get that external validation. You don't get the compliment, don't get the compliments. You don't get the encouragement anymore because it's just what people expect. So I wasn't getting this like dopamine hit from that anymore. So I had to increase and I had to increase and that just kept going and kept going. So it was this constant feeling of like not being satisfied. And I really vividly remember in each uni assignment, 
I'd start to really believe that I thrived off stress. And I kind of created and became addicted to this environment of like, okay, I do really well when I'm stressed. I'd put myself under extreme stress and then I'd doubt that I was going to do well. And all the people around me would be like, what are you talking about? But I'd be like, no, in my head, I believed if I wasn't doubting that I was going to do well, I wouldn't. And yes, this cycle led to this feedback loop of like, I would then do well. And I'm like, see, I told you, I need to doubt it's going to happen. I need to be super duper stressed and then it'll happen. And that bar just kept getting lifted and lifted and I got really stressed. So back to trying to be healthy, I was so stressed all the time. My body ached. I got massages all the time. My shoulders, like I didn't know what it was like to have relaxed shoulders. I honestly didn't. It was like my constant, it became my normal. Stress became my normal. And the problem with that is when your body and your nervous system is so, so stressed, there's this I can only relax and only do things for me when there's time. And that meant when I had no assignments, when I had nothing on, then I could relax. And that's not healthy, but that's what I did. And I would get sick all the time, especially in those moments of when I had a moment to rest, I would get sick because I was committing to too much. I was subscribing to this hyper-masculine of like always in logic, always go, 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 always planning all of these things. And I was never taking time to relax and to rest. And my nervous system just like could not cope. And when you can't cope, all your coping mechanisms just like amplified. My perfection amplifies, my people pleasing amplifies, my procrastination amplifies, avoidance amplifies, like everything was just bigger and bigger. And it wasn't until I recognized these cycles that I was in and the stories that I was creating of like why I couldn't get out of them, why I had to wait until uni finished or why I had to wait until I go on a holiday and then you come back from the holiday and it's exactly the same thing. I know we've all been there. But this was pretty much what a lot of my journey looked like. And it wasn't until I really started to do the healing journey that so much shifted and so much pivoted and the ironic thing about all of this was that I was studying psychology at uni so I knew exactly what the effects of what I was doing were but they were my own blind spots I couldn't see them I was so caught up in getting to the place that I needed to be that I didn't like focus on these things. I was like, yep, I'll deal with them later. But it's in the commitment and it's in the willingness to address all that stands in your way, to stop avoiding pain, to move into more pleasure. Like that is when so much unravels and so much of my health journey and the struggles that I were encountered. Oh my gosh the struggles that I encountered weren't because I wasn't doing enough. It was actually because I was doing way too much. I wasn't giving myself any grace or any compassion or any flexibility for when life happens. I was so rigid with my approach and so high with my expectations that nothing felt good. I could do five gym sessions. I could move my body every single day and it would not feel like enough. I was always asking what else do I need to be doing? 
and I never really listened to my body either. My body would be screaming at me, whether it was from stress to slow down, whether it was like, you know, to trust my gut or to speak up or to say something or to do something that I loved. I really suppressed that. I suppressed how I was feeling. I just let logic run the show. I let the patterns that I've had for so long just keep going. And that is definitely not the best thing to do. As you can imagine, being in the fitness space was definitely a time of immense frustration and confusion. Like I was doing all the right things for a healthy lifestyle. I was exercising. I was eating well. But no matter what I did, I feel still. I still felt unhappy and I was really stressed. I was riddled with fear of judgment, self-doubt, people-pleasing, procrastination, and nothing seemed to offer me the answers that I was like desperately seeking. And I was wondering and looking at all these people, like how do they live these like lives full of freedom and health and they just make it look so easy. And out of all of this came such a passion for learning everything about female health, like immune system, gut health, female cycle, trauma, like really continuing to dive into psychology, expanding into somatic work, energy, and just expanding all of these different areas for myself and then for my clients. So it's been amazing because I started in the PT and nutrition space while I was doing my psychology degree and I was adding in the psychology within my sessions. But being on this personal journey at the same time, like it has really just ignited this passion within my coaching and all the breakthroughs that my clients have then experienced. Like I've able to witness firsthand clients go from this self-berating depressed to absolutely like singing, dancing, confident, happy, like completely rearranging all the different areas in their lives to see people nurturing their bodies, reconnecting with themselves and inviting in pleasure every single day has been absolutely amazing. So I really have expanded into this body psychologist realm with such a deep desire and unwavering commitment to really change everyone's life. Because from my own personal journey, and this is just like scratching it, there has been such a celebration of the interconnectedness between our inner and outer worlds. We can't just be looking at what are our beliefs, what are our thoughts, what are our and what is happening within the mind without working with the body as well. And it has absolutely led to create a business that I could not have imagined. There is so much power in reconnecting with yourself, elevating to your absolutely higher self. There is so much magic there. Like I cannot explain the passion I have for everything that encapsulates health, everything that is relationships, love, beauty, confidence, food, sex life, health, wealth, like everything that is involved with living your dream. Like I am so passionate and continuing to learn more and continuing to expand and meet my edges and be okay with discomfort and be okay with fear and leaning into that, using it as my compass instead of avoiding and running away. And I honestly just keep studying and studying and studying. I'm 
always looking to understand as much as possible about all the topics I just mentioned. So I really wanted to make sure that this podcast is here for you so you can hear more about all the things that I have to offer, all the insights, all the education, because I am honestly here on this earth to help heal and to help teach you so that you can be living the most elevated version of yourself, step past all the self-sabotage, step past all the self-doubt, the self-abandonment, everything that has been standing in your way, not just purely taking action, but rearranging what needs to be in your internal world as well. And this is what I really want to bring forward in these podcast episodes. So, It would mean the world if all of you could please subscribe to this podcast, obviously, so you can get all the updates and I would really, really, really love it if you could leave a review and leave any questions that you'd leave, like love to learn more about because I am here to teach and I'm here to give all of these juicy insights. But most importantly, if there's any of those questions or anything you are just like dying to learn more about that you just feel like it's going to unlock that next up level for you, please send me a DM. My Instagram handle is at Morgan Argles. Jump in there and you will be able to get this information straight into all of these podcast episodes. Like how amazing is that? So I just want to say thank you so much for joining me for episode number one. I cannot wait to hear how you found all the next ones.